Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, March 20th, 2023, recording live from the Yay Studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have one, Bob Aldrich. Hey, Michael, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Excellent. Great. Trey is not here today. He's not. But I've got one, Justin Moore. Can't be two of me. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Yeah. You guys were mocking me, so I feel like I had to mix it up on you. <laughs> oh, you got us. Throw you, throw you for a loop. Thank you so much for joining us every day, every day, everyone today. <laughs> Two of these. Yeah. Nice. Uh, as always, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, share with friends, and follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. Last week, we played a brand new game called Full Court Guess. The crossover, what dude just did this, and Bob served his punishment for last month by becoming a sock puppet for the entire episode. That was great. Uh, it was a Thank great you. one, so yeah. be I, sure I, to I, check that one out if you have not already. I really had to skinny up for that, too. I had to fit in the entire sock, my yeah. whole body. Yeah. It was pff, tough. Yeah. Your whole, just in there like Yeah. In a little sock. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a good episode, so be sure to check that one out if you have not already. We've got a big one mm. today, so be sure you stick around till the end. Four whole games and a couple surprises along the way. Uh, so before we dive into our first game of the day, Justin, can we get an update on the scoreboard and a recap of our picks from last week, please? You sure can. Obviously not with us today is Trey. Trey's not here. He's in first damn place uh, by quite a lot. 5,700 yeah. points. I he wanted to go for 10,000. He did this uh, last time, didn't he, where he was just gone for December and then just... One, one, yeah, uh, you didn't make, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that leaves me in second place with twenty six hundred points. He had Embiid's over on rebounds. Embiid murdered that. Uh, he had eighteen is a whole thing. Yeah, I don't know why um, we gave him ten and a half. It looked like a, that was going to be the way, average. but yeah. Um, but oh, Anthony, he had eighteen. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, and then also his versus the Cavaliers, his average was down too. So I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. It didn't happen. Uh, I had Anthony Edwards over 24 and a half. He had 28 against the Celtics. So that helped me out there. Not enough to take over first. But Steph Curry, over for you. Uh, <laughs> 31 and a half. Bob is in third place with 2150. He had a Steph big had 50. 50. Yeah. In a loss. Uh, we'll talk about Another it later. Another sure. road game. It's fun. He went to the line. 11 twice. straight road losses for the Warriors. Woof. Golly. Um, and two you more had on the road trip. Embiid's under on points. Yeah. 32 and a half. He had 36 against the Cavs. <sighs> so you were at zero points. Zero Last points. place. Here we are. That's you know, all right. Folks, That's all right. Yeah. Still a month. To have a month left. Yeah, there's only two two Mondays left. Last day, last time I said three Mondays left, right? Only two left. Scary, scary hours. Well, that's half the month. Worth it. Hey, there you go. Uh, and if you listening or watching at home want to keep track of all of our game picks as well as chat with us, ask us questions, or give us game ideas, be sure to hit the link in the description of this episode to join our chalkboard group chat. It's a fun and free way to support the show. Now we got a lot to get to, as I mentioned, so let's just dive in with a game that we've played before. Uh, <laughs> 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 called Swish or Miss. All right, here's how this one works. I will read the two of you a recent detailed NBA headline. It will be your job, Justin and Bob, to tell me if the headline is correct, swish, or if a detail in the headline is incorrect, miss. If you believe it is a miss, you must tell me what is incorrect uh, for double or nothing. If you are right, you receive 100 points. If you are wrong, I receive the uh, points for that round. Sound good? Great. Correct. Great. Three prompts today, or three questions, rounds, whatever you want to say. Prompts to you. Yeah, prompts to you. Uh, are you ready to begin? Yeah. Okay, number one. 
The Los Angeles Lakers lost to the Dallas Mavericks 111-110 on Friday night after leading by four points with under 30 seconds to go. Despite posting a stat line of 26 points and 11 rebounds, Anthony Davis would go one of two at the line before Maxi Kleba hit his only three-pointer of the night at the buzzer to give Dallas the win. Gentlemen, swish or miss. So I just I just don't know if that was his only three-pointer of the night. I th- Ooh, brother, I think it was. It, he was like one. Oh, he may have been like one for seven previously, and then that final the one. last one? Yeah. So we think it's a miss. I think. I think yes. Okay. But miss. oh, but oh. It, the story is perfect, set, perfectly set up. So it's like, oh, the only three he made in the game was the game winner. Yeah, a, but I I know one in yeah. seven is ringing in my head. Like uh, hearing it, he was one for seven and hit. I don't know why that's hitting. So. So he was one for seven, then hit yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or so, so he has two three pointers. I like it. I like it. Also, he needs help. I do. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're going with? We're yeah. doing it. Miss. Yeah, Maxi Kleba. Yeah, yeah. Maxi Kleba. Nope. No, no, unfortunately not. Uh, Maxi Kleba was one of three from three. Uh, that was his only three-pointer. Uh, but Anthony Davis only had 10 rebounds, not 11. Oh. Yeah. Brushed by that one. 200 to you? 200 to me. The Lakers have had several opportunities this past couple of weeks to jump out of the play-in spots, but keep missing their window. Thanks to three-game losing streaks from the Timberwolves and Warriors, though, the Lakers find themselves in the 10th spot once again. What are your thoughts on L.A. after a couple of questionable losses this week, Bob? Um, I, you know, the whole uh, Austin Reeves thing, uh, the whole Austin Reeves experiment and <laughs> the whole Lakers. The Austin Reeves experience. Yeah, experience, <laughs> if you will. Um, it's been really fun to watch. Um, Jared Vanderbilt gets really good minutes. Um, I know they played with the Rockets last week, and the, they lost because they sat A.D., okay like is it really worth sitting ad if it means you lose to the rockets and potentially drop that game yeah i saw somebody make a good point of like why not just put him in for instead of having him miss the entire game put him in for the first you know his first stint in the first half yeah build up a lead and then and you know and then try and hold on to it try to hold on to it and you should be able to with anthony davis out of the game and if you can't i mean but he should be able to get your lead anyways yeah I, I, I i like the new look lakers i think they're doing the right things um Except losing to the Rockets and Mavericks. Yeah, except losing. Yeah, except losing. <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah, I like where the Lakers are at strictly because I don't like where the Warriors are at. So like, they're only a game out of seven. Uh, the teams ahead of them are the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and then obviously the Warriors, and then it's the Mavericks, and you know the rest of the way up. But so I like where they're at. I don't. I you don't want to lose the Rockets. You don't want to lose games. Can at this point. At you this can. point in time, I don't have faith in those other teams to continue winning games as much either. So they're already in the plan. Do I think they're going to fall? I hope not. I don't think so, but they could. So I don't know. I feel good about it, but I could be proven wrong. Like, I have more faith in the Clippers. You know what I mean? Like, even Clippers only being, like, two games separated from the Warriors. I have Mm -hmm. a feeling the Clippers have a better chance of dropping and the Mavericks dropping and a better chance that the Warriors and the Lakers move up. That's kind of the way that I sort of see the end of the season going. Um, just this run and trend that the Lakers are on is really impressive and just late season Warriors shenanigans. So, although they have been pretty rough lately, but <clears throat> yeah. So who do you have, uh, what four do you have making it? We've kind of touched on this yeah. a, a little bit before, but. So if I hold a gun to my head, I want to put the Warriors at the six, but I know the Thunder are the most fun team to watch and they're, all, they're doing a lot of fun things too. So it's really cool to watch them grow together mm-hmm. as a young core. Um, Chet Holmgren was t- getting shots up. Uh, pre-game yesterday or the day before, which was super interesting. His shooting form seems really slow, by the way. 
I feel like uh, he, his he, release he points needs... so high it won't matter. Uh, yeah, Ho- yeah. Hopefully, um, I-, I think the top three are set: Phoenix, L.A. Clippers, and the Mavs. The Suns are probably fine, but oh well. I mean, no, actually, those three. I want to put all my money on the Suns winning the finals, but I will put my money on them staying out of the play-in. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We were talking play-in. Wait, you think this is... Hold on. You're putting all your money on the Suns? Oh, A, not making the finals, but B, staying out of the out of the play-in. So they'll, they'll drop as low yeah, as six, and that's fine. I don't think they're going to drop two and a half. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not at all. Game. Not at all. No, no, no. Uh, but the Clippers and the Mavericks, I, I don't have as much faith in as the Suns would. So if those two fall out, then your top six is replaced by the Warriors and... The Thunder. I don't see the Warriors getting out of this. Uh, they got these two more games. Did we know what the, the they're going against the Rockets tonight, right? Yeah, they the should win that game, right? right? Yeah, except sure. they've lost eleven straight road games. We talked about it a little bit last week. I just it's it's comical at this point. Steph drops fifty points against the Clippers the other night, and they still lose. Yep. And it's not like you're going to Indiana or, or or Brooklyn. It's down the road. It's 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 an hour and a half flight. It's yep. not the distance in terms of that. It, the Clippers. Fully healthy, watching Kawhi Leonard do Kawhi Leonard things, which is yeah, what agreed. he's been doing for the last month and a half, maybe two months, has mm-hmm. been really refreshing. It, it reminds us all that Kawhi Leonard is still a top-tier superstar. And so while, yes, the Clippers... Well, what was, the final score of that game was 126-134. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah, so the Clippers will allow other teams to put up 126 against them, but ultimately when healthy and in the right spot can drop 134 and still win the game. Uh, what they, they let the Kings drop 176 against them like two weeks ago or something like that a week ago. The Warriors? So the Clipper, so, no, the Clippers. Oh, the Clippers yeah. Yeah. I mean, while we're on the talk with the Warriors, you know, I, this is kind of fundamentally around or kind of centered around the Lakers just because of their little drama, but the Warriors, while we're on them, they have 10 games left, five are at home, five are on the road. I, I don't have evidence to believe that they don't go five and five in those last games. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, with the absence of Wiggins has been, detrimental um it's now like you said it's comical now it really is like it's funny that we were talking like are we gonna see jaw play another game Uh this season are we gonna see wiggins play another game this season Uh, i don't think so that looks less likely and i I don't know what's going on but i hope he's all right yeah Uh, so when it comes to lakers though if they'd won the game against the rockets and the game against the mavericks they would be in the sixth seed yeah Mm -hmm. and only a half game back of the five that's how close things are in the West right now. It's a, um, it's a joke, yeah. Just like the Warriors I mentioned a minute ago, the Lakers have 10 games left, and there's, they're five, and fi- uh, five at home, five on the road. They've got the Suns twice, Bulls twice, Jazz twice, Thunder once, Clippers once, Wolves once. They obviously need to win every game they can. They cannot afford any more games like the one against the Rockets, for sure. Definitely not a game like the Mavericks, where you have a four-point lead with uh, under 30 seconds to go. Um, they nearly lost the game to the Magic last night before Austin Reeves turned into Kobe and <laughs> saved the game. I mean, literally saved. He was the best player on the floor last night in a game with Anthony Davis, Paolo Bencaro. You know, uh, uh, Fultz was Russell. playing well. Cole Anthony was playing well. Um, uh, Wenyan Gabriel deserves a shout-out for his offensive rebounding. I mean, and Austin Reeves outshone everyone, outshined everyone uh, last night. Um, Anthony Davis must play, and he must play better than he's been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two back-to-back eight-point games, uh, the 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 fumbling the game against the, at the end of the the Mavericks thing, dog. Yes, that was pitiful. You got to make your free throws. He's at uh, he's at twenty six percent when he's on the line with, uh, under one minute to play. You oh. can miss your free throws a little bit, but like you also can't then also foul a three point shoot. Like you foul can't a three point shoot and then nonsense. leave somebody like, open to yeah. shoot the game winning three. So like 
all the things considered, he's not. This probably goes without saying, but they need LeBron back. Um, mm. They need his veteran leadership in games like the Mavericks game. If LeBron is in that game, they don't lose that game. No. no. Obviously not. Um, this is a good roster that can compete in the West, I think. They hit 15 first-half threes against the Pelicans on Tuesday and okay. looked like the best team in the West when they were doing it without LeBron. And Anthony Davis wasn't having some crazy game either. It's just that everyone around the court was splashing. The same thing happened against the Magic last night where everyone just started hitting. D'Lo, Reeves, and uh, and Dennis Vanderbilt. Schroeder all, oh, Vanderbilt and Dennis Schroeder all hit a three within like a two-minute stretch, and they went up to a 16-point lead. And it was just like, why? What is this? <laughs> why, why is this not an every-game thing? It's, yeah. But then... This is a common theme with LeBron teams, and I, you know, I've noticed this watching LeBron teams for a long, long time. His teams gets up, get up and they get comfortable when he's not in the game with them, because unless it's like a big game and he can kind of you know snap him back into it. But um, so, but they're look, they're not going to go ten and zero in this stretch for sure. But if they don't go at least seven and three, I don't know if they can make it because of the teams they're facing. Like I mentioned, Suns, Western Conference, Western Conference team, Thunder. And they're in the playoff uh, play-in situation. Play Clippers situation. The Clippers they're going against, and the Wolves they're going against. If I don't think if they go seven and three, they make it because of these teams that they're going against. Because it's going to affect the tiebreaker situation. You've got yeah, two against uh, the Suns, one against the Clippers, two against the Jazz, and one against the Wolves. Those are all Western Conference teams that a can take games off this Lakers squad if they're playing like the Rockets were that night, or Anthony yeah. Davis doesn't play, or you know they fumble it late game. They got to win these games, if, and I think if they don't go seven and three. Or if they go six and four or something, and the rest of the field just drops, like the Warriors go five and five, maybe they are able to squeeze into the not squeeze in, but stay in there. But it's like mm -hmm. every time they have a chance to get that six seed and avoid the play in, they lose what? the Rockets or they lose what the Mavericks. What fun is that? What? Maybe that's what they're thinking. What fun would that be? Let's <laughs> win. A, let's win a couple of play in yeah. games and then go win. Let's a just title. be the Lakers. Yeah, yeah we can do whatever we want. Anyways, uh, I do I do think they can make it, and I, I think they probably will. Uh, Darvin Ham said that he expects LeBron to come back next week, um, and so from that regard, you know, I hope he comes back, and they, you know, maybe they go five and zero in the stretch that he comes back. But we shall see. All right, two hundred points to me to start the game. Thank you very much for those. On to question two. DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine combined for 88 points to lead the Bulls past the Wolves 139-131 in a double overtime game on Friday night. This was DeRozan's sixth 40th point game of the season. Swish or miss? I you know, obviously, 40-plus point game. Yeah. didn't have exactly 40. His 40th point game. <laughs> he scored at least one His point 40th in 40, point 40 games. games. <laughs> um, I, ooh, I don't know. It sounds like a swish. It does. The first one was a miss. Technically, we just got it wrong. Right. But it was a miss. So, I mean, I'm okay with because, the swish here. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm cool with the swish here. Yeah, let's run it. Swishy, wishy. Wishy, wishy. Swishy. Nope. No. Uh, no. DeRozan has only had five 40-point no. games this year. That's, yeah. Yeah. Bastard. Oh, well. But only 100 points. Hey. <laughs> uh, so much talk recently about the Western Conference play-in like we just were, but it's time to turn our attention to the Eastern Conference play-in. Bob, what do you make of the Eastern Conference play-in teams? Oh, boy. Um, well, look at the heat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the uh, look at them. Look at them. This is what Eric Spolstra does. You know what I mean? Like, um, the heat can fall as low as like that 11 and 12 through the regular season through the regular season up until some points until they put together a run or they get the necessary wins 
Jimmy Butler scores 30 points, then blasts Nickelback in the locker room. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it's so Eric Spolstra, and it's so Miami Heat to be in that position. I would expect them to pass the Nets. They will move into the sixth spot. Okay. Um, the Hawks, good for them. You know what I mean? They had a lot. They had a lot of adversity all year round. So yeah. Uh, the Raptors, surprising. Bulls keep going. The Pacers falling out of the play-in is. And they're also probably not going to make it. They're game and a half back. Yeah, is it kind of sucks. I really like to see the Pacers do well. Uh, but the rest of the bottom is where they need so, to be. So. so who do you have, you know, I don't know if this graphic will help you here, but who do you're you good. have winning uh, if it if it is this way? So in, you, in your hypothetical, you said swap the Nets in the heat, right? Uh, yes. So then if that's the case, what do you have? Who do you have winning that? This, um, this rude boy right here. Atlanta wins, I think, that series against the Nets. The Nets are just kind of free falling right now uh they played the nuggets pretty close what was that last friday or something like that i think so yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh they played them pretty close um and it, it's a fun nets team to watch but mikhail bridges he is him but not quite him <laughs> he's not him yet he's not him yet so uh, i don't know i think miami obviously gets that sixth spot atlanta moves on uh toronto chicago um i would probably take damn chicago i think toronto needs to wake up Wake up. Just wake, wake up. Uh, wake me up. Boom. There it is. Yeah, uh, wake up. I mean, yeah, I think the Eastern Conference playoffs are this, <laughs> are, are this right now. Like, I don't think we're going to see any changes. I don't think the Patriots or my Wizards make a run up. So uh, I think it's kind of where that's going to stand. If it, if it stays with Miami playing Atlanta, I could see Atlanta beating Miami in like a one-game situation. Um, from there, I would see probably I, Chicago probably beats Toronto, then Miami beats Chicago. Real quick. Last week we were talking about the Heat, and you said that they would get swept in every series they were in. You yeah. don't think the Heat win a single first round game? No. <laughs> of the playoffs, no. Wicked. Wow. Okay. So do you think they win, they win a game against Milwaukee? A game? Sure. No. Or against Philly? No. Right, but you said against the Cavs it's four zero. Against the Celtics it's four yes. zero. Against the Bucks it's four zero. Yes. Against Philly it's four zero. Yes. And you think they get swept four? no matter what? No matter who they would play in the top four seeds, they would get mollywopped. 4-0. All, yes. They don't win a single game. No. Okay. Not a single one. We've got it I'm on I'm sorry. Wax. There is four teams in the East that any of us think can win anything, and it's those top four seeds, and most people only think the top three seeds can win anything. And I, to me, they are all those four teams are miles ahead of everybody else. Sure, I don't disagree, but you don't think that they can win a single game? No. I don't think so at all. And if they pull one out, whoop-de-doo. But I don't. I just don't think so. We'll be listening to this as we head to Game Seven of Philly and uh, Miami. And Philly. You, you really think Philly and Miami is going seven games? Oh, I, think, I would I think love it could, that. Yeah. To me, that's insane. A Jimmy Butler revenge tour. Something yes. I will revisit a little bit later in the show. I think. I think that. Uh, I think that definitely could happen. I think the Heat can take. They they match up so well with the Bucks. We've seen it. Now I'm not saying they're going to beat them, but they would absolutely. They can absolutely snag a game off the Cleveland. Or or the Celtics or oh. the or the the, okay. the Sixers. Okay. So I said this last week that the Heat are going to nab the uh, the sixth seed off the Nets, and I stand by that. I do yeah. think they'll slide into that sixth spot. They're only one game back right now, so I think things will pretty much stay the same except swap out the Nets for the Heat, yep. as we mentioned. And then I think the Bulls and the Hawks make it through. Um, DeRozan is averaging thirty points per game in his last five. 
Uh, Levine has averaged 29.4 in his last five. Patrick Beverly's doing Patrick Beverly things. The other night, mm-hmm. he went on a stretch. He scored 15 straight points for the Bulls in two minutes. <laughs> um, that was wild. I'm into it. I love it. Also, uh, watch out. Those Lakers games are coming up for Patrick Beverly, that's too. That's true. He's got a revenge game on the, on <laughs> the calendar. Yeah. Um, while we're on the Bulls, we briefly touched on this before. Uh, how sad is it about Lonzo Ball? Man, man. Uh, so if you don't know, listening uh, at home, he's got a cartilage trans. He's getting a cartilage transplant in his knee that will most likely cost him the entire 2024 season. That is such a bummer, man. He was finally like finding his role in the league after like a few tricky years to start his career. Yeah. Um, he's a great defender, much improved three point shooter. Uh, and if the Bulls had a healthy Lonzo and Caruso last season, maybe they would have made it like a conference finals run. But you know, we'll we'll never know. Is Unfortunately. It a, Sorry. I, I, I feel I feel like he's going to be that guy that we don't talk about or think about for the next couple of years until the report in like mid 20, like early 2025. That's like Lonzo Ball is ramping up his return. And we're like, oh, shit, Lonzo's there. I forgot about Lonzo. <laughs> and obviously it's not the same. Does he ever play again? It's possible. It's you know possible I mean? that he doesn't. Is it yeah. a is it a Chris Bosh blood cut situation? Like is it? Uh, I don't think it's obviously that's definitely different. Yeah. Like not life threatening, but like you young. just can't play anymore. Like it just you know what I mean. So once that, your cartilage goes, like his what are you do? his strength is his youth. Um, I think simply by that he has enough time to potentially come back. But if he never plays another game again, I'm okay with that. Take care of yourself. Basketball oh, isn't yeah. life. Like <laughs> it's you're fine. Like, yeah, I mean, he, I thought game. you were going he's, heel on this one. He's oh, 25, no. so like if he oh, recovers yeah. in the next two years, you know, 27 time after time is when players find their peak in the league. So yeah. it's possible that he comes back, but we'll see what's you up. know, you got to worry about the rust and all that. But man, bummer for bummer for obviously the Bulls. They they inked him to that huge contract, and then obviously for him uh, as a player and a person, hope he's able to figure it out. And if not, maybe you know, find something in the media or, or, or get a good career off this. I'm sure he'll be okay. But uh, bummer because I I I started career you know his career started and i wasn't a big alonzo fan mostly because no. of his dad and all mm. that like you know all the manufactured hype around them uh but then once he kind of started turning around and was like oh he's a he's a player like he's gonna be a good good player for a long time he looked like he was like gonna be a fringe all-star player like the following season they just got injured never it never happened but so hope that he uh is able to make it all back so all right another 100 points for me thank you on to question three Joel Embiid went for 36, 18, and four blocks against the Cavaliers to win 118, 109. This would this was Embiid's eighth straight 30 plus point game in a row. Swish <laughs> or miss? What? What? Eight straight means in a row in my head. So I was like, that's oh, just yeah, you're right. funny. You're right, you're right. Um, listen, I would assume, right? One of these has to be a swish. I know. I had thought Eventually, the same thing. Right? We got to get one right if we just right. keep we saying swish. We have to say swish, right? It's an impressive stat line. It is, and it sounds very correct. I'm in yeah. my head. I know it was like it was, you know, roughly that. So yeah, swish it is. Swishy. Swishy. You got it. Yes! It's about time. All right. Uh, after a small kid skid, <laughs> small kid. <laughs> uh, it's Deuce. Deuce is the small kid Deuce. from the Celtics. Uh, after a small skid from the Celtics, uh, the Sixers are now the two seed in the East because they've gone nine and one in their last ten. Uh, Joel Embiid is still leading the league in scoring, and James Harden is leading the league in assists. How scary is this Sixers squad? Squad. I love the Sixers right now. Uh, Tyrese Maxey can come out and just put up 30 points if he wants to with Joel Embiid. And that alone is impressive to, st- uh, sorry, impressive to start off with. And then jo- uh, ugh, James Harden, of course, uh, coming through and really, I don't know, man, his pick and roll game with Joel is so solid, man. Mm-hmm. 
I love watching them play together. Um, the Sixers are great. I do think the Celtics are still better, though. Celtics okay. have been the better team for 85% of the season. They've been regarded as, oh, the top team pretty much all season, if we're not talking yeah. Bucks, so... <laughs> You're right. Which is the only yeah. what the only other argument, the team in the argument essentially for most of the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, the Sixers team is scary. I like them a lot. Just I do like the Sixers. I don't think that the Heat would take them to seven games. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think Joel Embiid has been playing great. They obviously they're winning at the right time. You want to see a team win in this yes. kind of time frame. Um, uh, I mean, there's still a couple. What uh, probably th- uh, three weeks left. Ish. Ish. So maybe I mean you've they've won eight games. Maybe it's a little you'd like it you know a little later. Uh, maybe it's a little like peaking early a little bit. I don't know. But you. you know, um, to me they they're playing great. Um, to me they're very scary. I, I those top three four teams in the East. You can make an argument really for any of them to come out of the East. In my opinion. Uh, definitely the top three teams you can make an argument for any of those three to come out of the East. Yeah. To me, this is why that number one seed was so important because if you're the two and the three, so right now if you're Boston, you have to beat Philly and potentially the Bucks to come out. If you're you know, Philly, you have to beat Boston and the Bucks to come out. So yeah. the one seed really means a lot. And somebody said the Bucks would be the one seed a couple weeks ago, and uh, here they are. Um, I will say real quick on the, uh, the Sixers and potential – ways to take advantage of Joel Embiid essentially in that team is so when they played the Cavs uh, obviously Sixers took that game but only by whatever nine points however um, not Karis Jared Allen didn't play Jared Allen is a huge huge defender and having him and Karis to kind of double and lock down Jojo it would have been an entirely different game Um, I think Joel Embiid does well against any defender period Mm-hmm. But as soon as you bring a second that is, you know, comparable to yep. the other defender, so if you put two, you know, towers on him, essentially, it's going to be a problem. And his pass out is not great when he's in the paint. Sure. So that's the only flaw of Joel Embiid's game. And so taking advantage of that will be so necessary. And the Cavs just couldn't take advantage of that. Yeah. I think also you could make the argument for Boston having two wings being their best players. So if you pull him out in a way, at least you could potentially mitigate some of his obviously rim protection. He's obviously a great defender. He's not as great of a perimeter defender as he's going to be an interior defender. That's just kind of how it goes, especially against a guy like Tatum and Browns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are the two ways to kind of, you know, beat him. I think it's more of the road through the playoffs, and that's why seeding matters, and that's why we talk about the regular season so much. It's like, you get the one, it's the easiest road that you can have, like, in your control. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, the the, the, the the seeding is super important in the Sixers. They are in the two seed, and so they do they will have that advantage of, of uh, most likely playing the, uh, the seven. Um, but I just, when it comes to the play, I just don't trust Doc Rivers. Joel Embiid is looking amazing, and yeah. I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, Harden seems to have found his rhythm again. We talked about this recently. They make me nervous come playoff time, especially given their history, especially given their fan base. If they go down 2-1 to a lower-seeded team, Philly's going to be getting <laughs> real nervous mm-hmm. and real angry and anxious. And those big moments will get even bigger under the pressure that is the Philly fan base. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I just – it makes me nervous, and I – it's. I, talk, I said this earlier in the season. It's been a long, long time since the best uh, player on a championship team was a center. Yep. And that's one of the reasons that I'm apprehensive about the Nuggets or the or the Sixers winning winning the title, because 
Giannis is a big man, but he plays like a wing sometimes. You know, he he he's you know, full court offense all the time. He's not just he's not a post up player. Uh, and you know, Joel Embiid is super versatile, so it's not like I'm boxing him in at all. But it just makes me nervous. The Sixers make me nervous as a whole. I just don't know if it's if it's a tie game with or or they're down one. You know, with ten seconds to go. Are you inbounding the ball to Joel Embiid and letting him post up against the Heat, against Bam Adebayo, or you know, or against Giannis or Brooke Lopez? You know, some of these bigs that are in the Eastern Conference, or are you letting ISO James Harden kind of do his thing? Either way, it just makes me nervous, mm-hmm. and it just makes me it makes me a little bit uncomfortable about the Sixers in the playoffs. Joel Embiid can do it. We've seen James Harden do it, but we have yet to see it from either of them in the postseason. Yeah. So yeah. history is against the Sixers here in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that would be 300 points to me, 100 points to you guys, correct, yes. for that game? Yep. Excellent. All right, we are going to get to another game real quick with Rapid Fire Trivia. Nice. My gun was a cock. That's right, it's Rapid Fire Trivia, a very straightforward game. You will have 60 seconds to correctly answer as many random, emphasis on random, NBA trivia questions as you can in a rapid fire fashion. You will each get one attempt. Each correct answer is worth 25 pointeroonies. Are you ready to begin? Who goes first? Let's figure it out. Uh, Think of a number between 1 and 100. 5. 25. It was 91. Justin gets to go. I was close. All right. Let's do it. 60-ish seconds on the clock. Justin, begin. How many championships did Richard Jefferson win? Three. One. Oh, I got a... <laughs> nope. Uh, how many teams did Richard Jefferson play for? Four. Nope. Eight. Mm. How many teammates did Richard Jefferson have in his 16-year career? Oh, my God. 72. 16. 201. (laughs) How many career points did Paul Pierce retire with? Oh, like exact points? 28,204. You're actually not that far. 26,397. Who is the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder? Oh, Max Breen. Max Breen. Mark (laughs) Daniel, I think is how it's pronounced. Where was Austin Reeves born? Oh, uh, California. Nope. Newark, Arkansas. There it is. What year was Patrick Beverly drafted? Oh, 2006. Eight. Nope. 2009. Oh. Where did Patrick Beverly go to college? UC Berkeley. Arkansas. Nope. <laughs> it was Arkansas. How many steals per game did Steve Nash average for his career? 2.1. Nope. 0.7. <laughs> what is Max Struess's mother's name? Mariah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was Deborah. <laughs> you don't know about Deborah Struess, bro? Come Dang on. it. Uh, well, you know Julia Petrulia, but you're not. Julia Petrulia. All right. Bob, 60 seconds on the clock. You ready? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I lost my place. How many points per game did Greg Oden average in his career? Six. Nope. Eight. Oh. How many kids does Kyle Kuzma have? Two. Nope. Zero. Who is the GM of the Washington Wizards? I don't know that one. (laughs) Next. Tommy Shepard. How many seasons did Monte Ellis play? Ten. Nope. Eleven. (laughs) What is the name of the Timberwolves home arena? Uh, Target Center. Yes. How many times has Draymond Green been an all-star? Nine. Nope. Four. (laughs) No! 
What is J.R. Smith's middle name? Richard. Nope. Joseph. Ugh. How much money did Andrew Bogut make in his entire NBA career? Uh, $40 million? $118,591,363. Nope. <laughs> How many games has Dylan Brooks played in his NBA career? 65. No, nope. sorry. Okay, whatever. 65. You want to go again? Yeah. 160. Nope. 336. Wow. What is the name of the Oklahoma City Thunder mascot? <gasps> He's a bison. Billy the Bison. I don't know. Oh, nope. Rumble the Rumble. Bison. Rumble. Rumble the oh, Bison. That's a good How many one. points were those worth? Those were worth 25. 25. So I only got 25. Gosh. 25 total was... points awarded. Woo! Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Did you put airplane mode on? No, I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. Hang oh. on one second. Uh, who's calling? Here we go again. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Let me let me answer this. Hello. Yo, is this yay basketball? <laughs> Yes, yes, this is EA Basketball. Who, who, who is this? Oh, dude, it's so good to talk to you. Uh, my government name is Samuel L. Worthington IV, but all my friends just call me Sky. <laughs> mm. Okay, Sky, uh, thanks for calling, I guess. How, how can we help you? Dude, it's so good to talk to you guys. <laughs> really, I love your energy. I'm a huge fan. Fanboys. But what I want to talk about is my Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. Like, all right, so I know they're in the 10 seed right now, and, like, Things aren't looking great. They lost to the Rockets. They lost to the Mavericks. But, like, I'll tell you what we have that, like, no other team has, and that's vibes. Like, the <sighs> vibes with this team, dude, they're on 10. Like, you've got LeBron James, vibes. You've got Anthony Davis, vibes. You've got D'Angelo Russell, vibes. Don't even get me started on my best friend in the world, Austin Reeves. You could even call him Austin Vibes, dude. <laughs> okay, Sky. Um... Yeah, vibes are good, I guess. But, you know, unfortunately <laughs> for the Lakers and you, I guess, vibes don't win games. <laughs> now, you're right. I get it. Players win games. But that's why I feel confident because we've got LeBron James, the GOAT, you know? Bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sky, your GOAT impression. Um, you sound like a, I, you know, I don't blame you for feeling confident. You know, you sound like a really big fan, I guess. Oh, dude, I'm a huge fan. I go to every game. I've got courtside seats every sense. time. I even jump on the PJ and travel with them <laughs> to, like, catch some waves when they hit some good cities. It's really tough, though, when they're in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that surfing in Indiana is really hard. Um, hold on. You're, you're courtside at every game. How are you courtside at every single game? Oh, dude, it's simple. Work hard, wake up early, and then get a small $3 million loan from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems to I feel sense. like that's a little light for yeah. courtside tickets every uh, game. You sound, you, sound, you sound like an L.A. guy. Um, okay, but back to the Lakers. Do you, you, you sound really confident. Oh, yeah. I feel good about this team. Not only making the playoffs, but, like, winning the championship this mm. year, dude. I'm telling you. We can even make a bet if you want. Like, we need to want to do, like, a small, tiny little, like, $100,000 bet. <laughs> Um, that the Lakers win the title? Yeah, I'll take you on that. Uh, call back when they don't, and uh, I'll take that $100,000 check. Um, all right, we, we got to get back to the show, Sky. Is, is, is that all? Dude, I'm telling you right now, Lakers 2023 title. But hey, before I go, um, is Justin there? I knew it. <laughs> uh, yes, Justin is here. What do you have to say to Justin? Dude, Justin, big fan, man. I'm a huge fan of your energy and the way you, like, hate every team in the league. Like, that's super cool. Keep that. But what I wanted to tell you before I go is, like, 
dude, the wizards are bad, man. Like, you might want to consider jumping ship. They're terrible. <laughs> they really suck. But anyways, I'm going to go catch a wave, so peace out. Oh, he's Seagulls. At, I think he's at the beach right now. <laughs> are you... Sky, are you there? Okay, well, I guess awesome. that uh, that awesome. answers that. All right, well, that's our second phone call in the last couple months, so... Uh, how does that keep happening? You know, I don't know how they get the number. Can you leave the line closed? Like, yeah, we have I, to, you know, I, I just... Is, is there a line? Is there a line? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. All right, we're going go right. to go uh, to... We're going to go to another game, and this one's going to be one-on-one. One-on-one, winner takes all. One-on-one. 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 One-on-one! I forgot it was so many. One-on-ones. One-on-ones, yeah. All right, this is how this game works. I will give the two of you a category. For example, Eastern Conference teams. And you will then go back and forth, each naming a team, player, person, or subject that falls within the category. Each correct... Uh, sorry, each round, the points will increase with each correct answer. Uh, the first person unable to come up with a response that falls within the category loses, and all of the accumulated points from that round go to the winner. You must answer quickly and clearly. I will settle any disputes. Ready? Yeah. Who goes first? <laughs> well, I was just saying, are we clear? Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Think yeah. of a number yeah. Correct. between 1 and 500. 420. Mm, 200. It was 91. Woo! All right. Category, <laughs> get these right. Category one is worth five points per correct oh, response. My goodness, this must be a lot of players or teams. I don't know. All-time players over seven feet. Yao Ming, Kareem, Shaq, Joel Embiid, Manute Bowl, Bowl Bowl, Taco Fall. No. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Too much time. Damn. That oh, was. I thought you were telling me. No, I was like, uh, no, definitely. No, 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 too much. Definitely. Time. Too much time. So then you got. Uh, uh, hang on, I gotta count them. Five, five times. How many silly. did you get? That was that was nine Four, that you did. Five, six, there you go. Seven, thirty-five. Oh, seven. Okay, cool. All right. Category two. Bob, you're going first this time. Okay, guy. Ready. Category two is worth ten points per correct response. Ooh. Former Raptors players. Kawhi Leonard. DeMar DeRozan. Tracy McGrady. Vince Carter. Chris Bosh. Kyle Lowry. He already said DeMar, didn't he? Mm -hmm. yep. Damn it. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. That was, uh, was that nine? Six. I'm, I, don't even saying know, nine. I don't even know what I'm <laughs> counting anymore. Uh, cool. cool. <laughs> I just, I'm just guessing. Nine? Cool. <laughs> Is it cool. nine? Okay, All let's, right. Let's try to get the nine this time to help him out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Category three. Justin, you're up first. Okay. Category three is worth 20 points per correct response. Players averaging a double double right now. Nikola Jokic. Joel Embiid. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Jason Tatum. Uh, no. Oh, what? Nope. Nope. What would we be averaging 10, 10 plus in? Or, oh, I guess he doesn't get boards. Yeah. Not 10 a game. Yeah, not 10. Gosh, I'm clean. Bummer, Bob. You're, you're <laughs> Call me mopped. the janitor. <laughs> we'll call you a janitor if you want. Okay. What's up, janitor? God. Janitor Moore. Call me JJ. All right, category four for Bob. Worth we go. 50 points I per got correct this response. One. Current NBA arenas. Target center. 
The TD Garden. <laughs> Smoothie King Center. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Um, Wow, you... Chase Center. Oh, we'll give it to you. Ooh, I'm going to go with Crypto.com Arena. Crypt, yeah. um, formerly known as FTX Arena. Uh, nope. <laughs> what? Have they renamed Woo! it? Ha! Have they renamed it? I don't think they've renamed it. Hang on. let me. We're, we're settling a dispute here. You're going to be click-clacking away. Uh, it is now called Miami-Dade Arena. That's lame as hell. Sorry, can't count. Um, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Are you mad at me? I mean, I didn't know that. No, no, I'm just saying the na name is lame. Yeah. There were 50 points apiece? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What did you get? How many did you get? Six. You got 300 <laughs> points that time? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Clean it up! I'm Good coming stuff. for you, Trey. I'm uh, coming for you, Trey. All right. Um... Let me see here. Okay, so then what did you, what did you guys finish that game with? <laughs> uh, 25. No, you didn't. You finished with zero. I finished with 455. Oh you had 25 from the last game. Oh I don't have my enough spaces oh anymore. Yes, I oh, well, Ari, I can't even read your handwriting. It's digital. All right. Exactly. All right. We are going to have a quick little uh, debate about something that's topical towards the end of the season. So it's time for Make Your Case. All right. 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 Love it. Right. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> All right. What you got? All right, as we come to the end of the season, <laughs> it's time for us to have a very real discussion about who the MVP actually is. This season has uh, three leading candidates. Until recently, it seemed like Nikola Jokic was going to run away with the award. It did. Currently averaging 24.7 points, 11.9 rebounds, and 9.9 .9 assists. He's uh, down from that triple-double. Uh, he was uh, leading the Nuggets to the first seat, still is. Uh, he was clearly in the lead, but then came the media with the onslaught of all things anti-statistical. And Joel Embiid has been thrust to the front of the conversation. His numbers are equally impressive this season. 33 10.2, 4.2, while having the Sixers in the second seat in the East. The only team in their way would be the Bucks, who are one, and they are led by Giannis Antetokounmpo. The consensus best player in the world has the Bucks the best record in the NBA while averaging 31.3 points, 11.9 rebounds, and 5.6 assists. Gentlemen, make your case for your MVP. Bob, Bob. you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. <clears throat> I'm not choosing Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm choosing Joel Embiid. Oh. You guys like that pronunciation? Right yes, I did. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Took a while. So I'm going to take... I'm going to take Joel Embiid on this one. Um... We saw the head-to-head -head matchup where Giannis simply didn't physically quite make a statement against JoJo, and I feel like Joel Embiid has more physicality. Um, I think Joel Embiid has, I don't want to say more versatility when it comes to scoring on the floor, because I do think Giannis has better transition um, offense. Um, that's pretty much the only check against Joel that, you know, I yeah. would say he doesn't have great transition offense. Um, I think defensively, Joel Embiid is solid. I think Giannis barely gets the edge there. But in all reality, Joel Embiid is the only player in the NBA who's still going to consistently somehow put up 38 points and 16 boards on any given night and then mm -hmm. still pair, you know, five assists with it. Yeah. It really is something like if we don't give Joel Embiid the MVP this year, he will be given it. Next year. Well, but we said that the last two years. Exactly. So it's like, okay, it's now time. we give it to him, right? It's time. Or we 
just wait until next year to do it. So my case, hmm. the team built around Joel is perfect right now. Um, obviously, I talked about the pick and roll situation with James Harden. They're a lot of fun to watch. It makes sense. That team is flowing. Uh, Tobias Harris can be your main defender on your main uh, opponent. And then Tyrese Maxey can come off the bench and do whatever he wants and still compliment the team. I really like the Sixers in terms of what they've done to build around Joel Embiid. And so I think Joel Embiid is just going to use that. And he will essentially win the MVP because we've talked about it before. You can't win an MVP if your teammates don't let you in a way. Like your teammates can hold you back from winning an MVP. And Mm -hmm. I don't think the Sixers are holding Joel Embiid back from winning his MVP. Okay. I'm also taking Embiid. Um, I think he deserves it. Uh, I think he's uh, the most impressive big man in the league um, this season. And I do include Giannis in that. The thing about Giannis is he set his own bar so high it's it's a lot i've made this comparison before it's a lot like lebron where if you're not doing like a 50 point double double yeah you know 50 and 20 we're not really looking at your games going whoa what a game because he set his own bar so high looking to be 33 and a half 10 and a half 54 percent and he's making winning plays uh he also is tied with uh uh Jokic for per 31.6 the last 10 mvps had the le- have led the league in per um and i i you might have heard the george carl comments um that, that came out recently hall of fame head coach uh, mm-hmm. george carl where he said he has lazy defensive possessions i hate that I, I i disagree his usage rate is out of this world he's playing uh, a career high in minutes and he's one of the best defensive bigs in the league so i think i don't want to say it's okay to take possessions off but if you compare it <laughs> His de- some of his defensive possessions to some of Jokic's defensive possessions, oh. it's mi- it's leaps and bounds. It's miles. miles. I mean, what was that game? Was it the Rockets or, or maybe it was the Pelicans where Jokic was getting blown by in the paint by guards every single possession. Um, the, his defensive stats were like through the floor on that one. Uh, and also, you know, you mentioned this earlier. It's timing. The Nuggets' recent slide is really bad timing. Horrible. And the and the Sixers have turned it on right at the right time. Yes, they're the number one seed. Yes, they're going to probably at least, I would say, make the second round. I think we can probably agree on, um, depending on who they play. But Embiid, to me, is just like, he he's doing things that we haven't seen in 30-plus years. Uh, actually, so uh, with Joel Embiid with, has the most points per game and rebounds a game in a season by a player in the last 40 years. He's at 43.6. Uh, the last to do it was Shaq in his MVP season, 43.4. Uh, the other person, 43.1, Giannis this season. The other person, 43.1, Giannis. He won MVP that well that year as well. Um, he's the only center to average 30-plus in 40 years for the second time. He did it last year, too. Um, and he's also the only one of the only players to average more points per game. Sorry, the only players to average more points per game than Embiid this year in the last 40 years are Harden, Kobe, and Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Those are three of Holy the best shit. shooting guards of all time. Uh, a top two player ever, a top, you know, 15 player ever, and a top, no matter where you put him, probably top 10 shooting guard ever. And Joel Embiid is outscoring these guys. Now, granted, we've seen like an explosion of scoring around the league, but I don't think that should discredit what he's doing. 33 and a half by a big man is insane. I mentioned it earlier. He's now got nine straight 30-plus point games. He is leading his team in a way that is rarely seen. Um, I, I, I just, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Embiid guy. I always have been, and I'm, I'm, really, I'm really hoping that he's able to get this one. And it sounds silly, but that 9.9 assists does make a difference. It not mm-hmm. being that 10 assists for Jokic 
notches it down. Yeah, to I assume like, it'll go back, but yeah. Probably, but if it doesn't, if he ends up with like a 9.8 assist rate mm-hmm. instead of that 10.0. He didn't, sure. he didn't average a triple-double. He didn't double. average a triple-double, and, you know, and I also think, I think now you do the eye test, and with a lot, with a lot of these voters, they're yeah. watching Nuggets games and watch, watching Jokic's play, and they're going, I don't know that I can give him three straight. So that's why I go Embiid. Okay. I... On the flip side of this, thinks Embiid has the worst case of the three. Strictly. It's got to be a good case, brother. <laughs> strictly. Uh, that's also assuming Jokic does the triple-double situation. Uh, both the other players have their team in first place in their conferences. Right? So they're they're leading to more winning, and neither one of them have the assist leader for the league. I agree. So a a little part of that is your teammates do take away from you a little bit. I know we talked about the other players. I would also argue the supporting cast over there in Philly has more name recognition for sure if you don't want to count production. But Jokic has the least name recognition and production from his teammates of the three of them. Yeah. Number one. Number two, I'm taking Giannis. I think Giannis, I said this at the beginning of the season, I said it now, he's the best player in the world on the best team in the world, and he's literally, he just, he is what... You want the best player in the world to be. He tries hard on every play. He's literally quoted, I have to work outwork everybody because I'm not talented. Yeah, I'm, not I'm doing not all KD, these yeah. things. I'm doing all this. He's averaging over 30. He's averaging as many rebounds a game as Jokic is, which is both more than Joel Embiid is, and Joel Embiid's bigger than both of them. So uh, to me, I don't necessarily see the case for Joel Embiid against Giannis. You could make the argument for me against Jokic in the whole three-in-a-row situation and the the eye test situation, but the eye test to me is something that's way outdated because the eye test told so many people that Kobe Bryant's the third best player ever. We've heard that argument so Mm. much, so I don't want to hear that. My thing is, with Giannis, he's leading his team to the best record in the league. He's doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and he does it on both ends of the floor, and he's not that far off of the facilitator that Jokic is when Joel Embiid falls off that cliff demonstrably. Yeah, I give comparatively. you that. Yeah, comparatively, of course. Um, but it, Giannis does have his team in the in the number one seed, but you also mentioned that he's has the best team around him, I think we can No, agree. he has the best team because of him. Well, they, they're built around him. It starts with him. It starts with his mentality. Well, it always it starts, starts with the with best all, player. For sure. But he also has the best supporting cast around him. No. I literally, in my soliloquy, just said the best name recognition yeah, of name players. name recognition, not just because. But, like, they're the James, best, he doesn't Because there's no James Harden on the Bucks. James Harden's a top 75 player. James Harden's better than Drew Holiday. James Harden's better than Chris Middleton. You said two weeks ago that Drew Holiday was a better player than James Harden. No. Yes, you did. Maybe. You said it, maybe, because, but here we are today. Because we were talking about what, what if they went into what if they met the up in the place, postseason, and you said that Drew Holiday was a better player than James Harden. And I said I would probably agree with that. The only thing is that James uh, James Harden's peaks are are higher than Holiday's, but Holiday's more consistent. That's exactly what you said. So now sure. you're going back on that. Yeah. I think that the Bucks have the better, the best all around team of these three. I would put Giannis at the third place out of these three, and that's not anything against any of them. Yeah. There's three all-time seasons yes. that if they weren't happening at the same time, each one of them would run away with MVP. Yeah. The only argument to me to give Joel Embiid the MVP is one that Nick Wright made, which is, it's his turn. I don't care if it's your turn. It's who's the MVP. And that's a little different to me than the wishy-washy, oh, like he should have got it these other times. Well, he didn't get it the other times. But yeah. I will say this. If you give it to Joel Embiid now, 
and you don't give it to Giannis and you don't give it to Jokic, then to me, you can't retroactively, you can't go back and go like, well, Jokic shouldn't have had the first two because Joel Embiid should have had one of those. Because if Jokic averages a triple-double, to me, there's no argument for Joel Embiid above them. I, I just, I, I, I... Giannis has played the least amount of games out of those three, by the way. But it's not demonstrable. It, it, it's, it's very, very slim, but I think it's like still, one. it's that one game was against the Warriors. You know, it could have been mm. that one game against if a, you're asking an, an opponent that... Sure. If you're important. asking me who the best of these three, yeah, I think it's Giannis. But and to your rebounding point that he's lower on the rebounds than these two guys, that's because his perimeter play is is more advanced than either of the two because he's actually playing on the perimeter. His handle yeah. is in, is intense. He, you know, and that's one of the reasons he's such a threat and that his scoring is so high is because he can take bigs off the dribble and then he can back down the mix match on the little guys. Transition. Can I also say this? We talk about the the Nuggets current like the Nuggets skid that they had. They were in first place by seven games. Yeah, but I mean, they're so five how, and five but, when everybody's eyes turn to the MVP race. So again, this is what happens. But like, if you're in first place, like if you're Jaymon Green, like we won four games, we're not going to get up for a game in January. The Nuggets were in first place by seven games. They don't need to win any more games. They're going to be the first seed, obviously, unless they lose out. So why would they care about going out and playing hard? But we and we give certain teams a pass. And we don't give the Nuggets a pass. And we're like, it's a skid. I'm not they're giving the anybody a pass by a, a five long and five shot. They're giving anybody a pass for they that. They are the they are the have been the best team in their conference all year by a margin. Let's 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 just let me just propose a hypothetical here. Okay, Jalen uh, Jason Tatum is like a, a distant fourth behind these three. Okay. But yeah. let's just say instead of instead of the Celtics going five and five and the Sixers going nine and one and uh, Embiid going th- eight eight straight thirty. Plus point games, it's Tatum, and those roles are reversed, and the Celtics take a lead in the two seed and like start bouncing back against the Bucks with the one seed. Things are vastly different. It's all about timing. It's all about storyline, sure. and the voters look at the. This is when they look at the MVP race. That remember in twenty nine or twenty twenty, right before the shutdown, we were LeBron had no case for MVP, mm-hmm. and then he plays three games. He goes against the Bucks, the Clippers, and uh, I forget the third team, but he goes for 35 in each one of those yeah. games, and, after, and re- that was the last game before the shutdown, and we're going, oh, LeBron's going to win MVP again, and he probably would have, but why? Yeah. Because he timed it right. It's all about timing, sure. so so Jokic having this slip is bad timing on his part, That's fair. and Joel Embiid is on fucking fire yes. right now. And I would back- argue the smear campaign is the biggest thing, but yeah. And back to uh, what events? Okay. Jokic? What? Yes. No, I think Literally, that, I don't think it's a smear campaign. One, I think it's people going uh, numbers aren't everything because I don't care about Joel Embiid's or, sorry, I don't care about Nikola Jokic's value over replacement player if he can't stop a wide open layup against a 6-2 guard and sure. Joel Embiid sending that thing to the 7th row on the other side of the arena. There it is. So a lot of it and even like the way European born players have developed it is a big it, they have better big men you know what i mean the, because they develop as guards or they develop as wings yeah. but they're still massive mm-hmm. and so to the american voter the the people that vote for mvp they see that and they're like oh well yeah he's big so he should be able to defend a six foot guard or whatever yeah. coming through the paint but he can't and so it's a, not only an eye test thing i think it's a bit of a nationality thing too and it has nothing to do with it, it it's purely Hey, this is what we're seeing now. Well, play the guards are not yeah, 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 yeah. thank a, you. Yeah, yeah play who style. you like to watch. Yeah, exactly. And while the guards are much better in the NBA, which yeah. you can make that argument all day, yeah. obviously. I I don't know, man. I, the, the Celtics. We talk about the Nuggets slipping. I think you have to also put that on the Celtics for slipping. You know, injuries with Robert Williams. Um, you know, Jason Tatum in and out of the lineup. 
Jalen Brown has had this renaissance, which has been really fun to watch. He's been great. Um, but Marcus Smart is what? You know, uh, uh, Grant Rob or sorry, Grant Williams is now just non-existent. Yeah, like this team was supposed to be better this year, and that's why and they were better for the entirety of most of the season. We also, but I think we can probably all agree that we would take the Celtics over the Sixers in a seven-game series, right? No, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore, and that's the thing. Last week, one hundred percent Celtics over Sixers. I don't know anymore, and I that don't know is anymore. fascinating they, to me. I think that's most. Mean? I think that's super interesting. To yeah, me. but that's we been also, the, that's been the whole rivalry for for the last. My five thing years. about Giannis. We do forget that the Bucks just went on a 16-game winning streak not that long ago. Yeah. So, to me, I'm like, what are we... We're talking about literally the eight games that they're on versus twice as many wins. And yeah. Giannis was on a tear. And I, I understand well, that, it's, games. that it's... Nine games. That it's timing. Games, yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, that it's timing, but also it's the whole season. And then like, maybe if we're going to say that, and that's fine. If, if it's timing and it's narratives, and if you want to be like narrative and timing, that that's why Joel Embiid should win. Sure, to me, that's the only argument. Is it's his turn. These other guys have won so I much. Don't Give think him it's the, the only to argument. To me, it's like yeah, a no, participation and a half. The, Thirty-three the, the and a half points per game, and he's making winning plays. He has three game-winning shots in the last ten seconds or less of of games this year. I have not seen that from Giannis typically because his team's blowing the other team out. But that's not solely on him. He has the best team of the three. If we're just talking individual performance, I think Embiid has the strongest case because 33 and a half and his defense is there. Giannis's defense is there as well, but I've said this before, I'll say it again, and he is an improved rim protector, but Giannis gets yammed on often. Yes. Why? Because, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, like, but it's because he's contesting at the rim. Yeah. Joel Embiid is not getting clapped on like that as frequently. He's making those highlight blocks sure. instead. We've so, also talked about how the league's just better, right? So yes. everybody's scoring. But, everybody's doing But I'm saying my, my point was that Giannis is a elite help and rotation defender, and Embiid is elite at all facets of defense. So... Yeah. Let us know in the comments who you think wins MVP, uh, and we will uh, we will love to hear your input. Also, we're going to put a poll on the audio version, so if you're listening to this on Spotify, oh. uh, click on the poll to vote who you think is going to win MVP. Yo, I'm so and old. We will I didn't know we could do that. That's cool. Yeah, it just, hey! it just started yeah. recently. Yeah, it just started recently cool. so. All right, we got one more game before we get out of here, so let's, let's play YB Time Warp. Yeah, it's time warp. <laughs> this always starts, and I think it's going to be a Katy Perry song, that, that Dark Horse song. I'm like, what is this? Do right. pay for this? There's only three of these, so let's get to it. Do it. Right. Here's how this one works. I will list four events. It will be up to you, Justin and Bob, to work as a team to determine which year three out of the four of these events took place and which event did not occur in that year. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse oh, me. No. One of these things is not like the other. If you get the year correct and tell me the odd event out, you both receive 200 points. If you can only tell me the year or odd event out, you receive 100 points, and I receive the other 100. Uh, just so everyone knows, we are operating on the calendar year, not the season year. So if something happened in the offseason, it applies to the calendar year. Also, as I've said before, pay attention to the clues here. There have been issues in the past with how some things are worded or presented. Everything <laughs> is deliberate. Sound good. I love how it was after the... We've played this game like three times, I think. This would be the fourth. Fourth? Yeah, it's like after the first time, every single time you've put that disclaimer well, I put that end. on first I put it on the first time because I didn't want him to be like 
Well, you said it was, oh, it, was no. it was chicken strips, <laughs> not chicken tenders. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't. definitely. I don't know why we're attacking. We did. Okay, because I get attacked. <laughs> I had a collar. I, I, I had a collar attack me today, hey, and that's unnecessary. He had good vibes though. He did. He did have vibes. He, did have good vibes. he caught a wave. Vibes. All right, here are your four Waves. events. Bobby Portis is drafted into the NBA. Rip Hamilton announces his retirement. Jason Kidd becomes the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Indiana Pacers finish the regular season as the number one seed in the East. Woo! Real quick, I do have a question. I do have an answer. I like this one. All of these events actually obviously happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There, there, now, reminder, the first time we played this, I said the, the Cavaliers made the conference finals and they did not ever, or make the finals or something like that, and they did not actually ever do that. This instance, though, these all yeah, all we talked about that happened. one. No, 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 there's no worries about that one. Um, I want to say, I want to say Jason Kidd Bucks. I I kind of do too. Can I hear all four of them again, real quick? Portis is drafted. Rip uh -huh. Hamilton retires. Sorry, announces his retirement. Jason Kidd becomes the head coach of the Bucks. The Pacers finish the regular season as the number one seed in the East. Twenty thirteen. Because they they could have finished number one seed in the West. I was about to say. I was about to say. <laughs> 2013 is burned into my brain. All right. That's what's screaming at me. Um, ah! 2013. 2013. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I I I like I like the kid bucks thing. Yeah. Was it, yeah. Uh, I think he, everything else happened. It's so like he became it that year. Yes. I mean, he wouldn't have become it. Like they wouldn't announce him, and then next year he would become. No, coach. but like in my head, it, like, he the, wouldn't have started. He could have not started the year in the season year. No, he, he, but he, it was an off-season signing. He was he started okay. the new season. With yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Then, the like I had, they could have fired another coach and got a new coach. That was my big, could my happen, big yeah. thought. Um, so 2012. We have to tell you the year, don't we? Oh, yes. And 2012 that. is more. That gets us more in the Rip Hamilton. I like it. Twenty. Region. 2012. And J Kid is the odd man out, odd one, odd man. Yes, <laughs> yes, because he would have in my head announced his retirement early. Right. Twenty twelve, the draft would happen that year. Came in, it coming in. He did not play. Wait, Bobby Portis didn't thirteen in twenty twelve. I, that's what I'm on. Uh, so that's why thirteen is a little more. That's why I initially went thirteen to account for Bobby Portis. So then maybe I go I go 2012 and then I go <laughs> the goblin. Well, he maybe. looks like a oh, straight God. up goblin. Stop. Okay, any you're of this. a goon, but what's a goon? To a goblin? <laughs> well, it's a goon. Let's to get a an goblin. answer, boys. All right, I think I think 2013. And the odd man out is Rip Hamilton in 2012. Do it. Okay. <laughs> no. no, no, no. None of it's right. right. None of it's right. Uh, it's right. 200 points to me. Uh, no, the year was 2015. Oh, we were not also. close. But the Pacers were the number one seed in 2014. Mm. 62 wins we were that all. season. Wow. Yeah, it's all right. It happens. All right. What a time to be alive. What a time. I love 2014. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> We're still right. <laughs> 2013 to 2012. 20, uh, 20, 2012. Honestly, the 20s have been great. <laughs> 2010s were lit. All right, round two. Here are your four events. Paul Pierce retires from the NBA. Tim Duncan announces his retirement from the NBA. Amari Stoudemire retires from the NBA. <laughs> 
and Matt Bonner retires from the NBA. So it goes, Paul Pierce announces? Paul Pierce retires oh, it's from the retired. NBA. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Tim Duncan fine. announces. Tim Duncan announces oh, his retirement from the NBA. the other two retired. Amari Stoudemire retires from the NBA. So and Matt Bonner retires from the NBA. Tim Duncan retired in 2016. Because so he wasn't... 15? Paul Pierce, 15, sounds right. He announced in 15, finally retired in 16. No, I think uh, 2016. Because obviously when the season's over, that's when he retires. So he announces in 15, Paul Pierce in 15, Amari Stoudemire, and who's the last player? Matt Bonner. Matt Bonner. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Bonner. Oh, man. Um, I think Stoudemire's the outlier. And I think the year's 20. And it rhymes. Stoudemire, the outlier. Mm. It's a bar. Um, Catching fire. Uh, uh, Catching fire. Oh, 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 you a liar. So, Stoudemire's the outlier. 2015's the year. Two 2015's in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Because of him, that's why. Because of him, that's why. Final answer? Yep. Why not? Nope. <laughs> Damn. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, you had it. You were so close. You even said it. 16. Tim Duncan announced his retirement in 2016, and the year was 2017. Ah, fair enough. 200 more points to you, boy. Damn. You need them. I hey, thank you for those. All right, <laughs> last one. Let's get it crackalacking. Mm. Here are your four events. Russell Westbrook is born in Long Beach, California. <laughs> Michael Jordan wins the slam dunk contest. The Miami Heat play their first season in the NBA. And David Robinson plays his second season in the NBA. Oh, no. For clarification on the second season thing, we will be going with the majority of the season that he played was... You know, you know how we go 2016, 2017, but 17 is the year? 17, not the first couple months gotcha. of that year. Just so you know. Okay. For clarification's sake. Nin- 91 is my year. I need him again? Mind. 91? No. I would like to hear him again. Russell Westbrook is born in Long Beach, California. Michael Jordan wins the slam dunk contest. The Miami Heat play their first season in the NBA, and David Robinson plays his second season in the NBA. <laughs> to me, 91's not the year. What do you think, 92? I'm definitely early 90s here. No. So I was born in 95. No yes. way Russell Westbrook Dang. is younger than me. No, he's older. Right. So I think he's older, I go, than, he's older than me. And I was born in 91. You're like 48. 40. Yeah, I was born in 91. He's older than me. I, th- I want to say Russell Westbrook's 30. Oh, <sighs> 33. So. Which was at 90? 90. He could potentially have been born in 89. Because David Robinson, he came into the league, and then I think he left. And then he came back. Military service situation. Oh, yeah. This does not have to do with that. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. okay. Good catch, though. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm okay with saying, with saying 90. 90. And then outlier is Westbrook, maybe born in 89. Okay. Or... Or it's 89 Westbrook Outlier. 
Because if he's 33, he would have been born in 90, potentially. He could have, I guess he could have been born in 89. Calendar year. Fair enough. Uh, we've got David Robinson, Michael Jordan, Westbrook. What's the fourth one? Uh, Heat. Oh, first. The Heat season. play their first season in the NBA. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I want to go year... I want to go year 80. I want to go 90. You want to go 89? In my head, I want to go 89. Westbrook outlier. 90 Westbrook outlier. Okay. All right, I'll run yeah. with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Final? Yeah. Final. Nope. Not. But you guys were damn close. Oh. I knew it. Uh, the year you were backwards was 1988. Oh. And the Heat were the outlier. Yeah. They played their first season in 89. Oh, my God. Russell Westbrook was born November 18th. So, yes, he was born in 88, has uh. yet to turn 33 or 30. Or whatever. 30, I don't know. Like whatever the math is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. is that 600 points to your boy? Your boy got it. Yahoo! This is a Michael episode. I'm going to gamble those bad boys away mm. in props to you. We obviously have Trey in first place. We get it. Uh, <laughs> Trey, Trey's not taking it, but this what week he's Trey. taking a week off. 5,700 points, so he's going to sit there. We got to try and catch him, boys. Got to try and catch him. Got to try. Uh, Ash, catch him if you will. Uh, hey, Michael, you're in last place with 900 points. Yeah. Uh, DeRozan, over 25 and a half versus 76ers. I'm assuming all of them? Yeah. Again? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of put myself in a hole. But here so we are. I'm gonna do it. Here we are. You know like I said I mean? earlier, he's averaging 30 in his last five. Maybe he keeps this streak up. Yes, I am in second place. I'm gonna take Devin Booker's over at 30 and a half versus the Lakers. I'm gonna put 400 on it. Ooh, a bar. Nice. Uh, Bob, you're in third place. 22.75. You've got Steph's over at 34 and a half versus the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas. How many points are you thinking? Are you going for him? Are you going to try and catch him? Um, so Steph did me well last week. So I think he's going to do me well this time. So I will. Allergies. Do a thousand. Okay. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? It lost. Yes, that's it. That's everything. All Here right. we are. Good one. This was a good one. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. If you guys listening or watching at home want to keep track of all of our game picks as well as chat with us, ask us questions, give us game ideas, hit the link in the description of this episode. Join our chalkboard group chat. Do it. It's fun and it's free. And you support the show along the way. We love you. Just go do that thing. Are you okay, Bob? I'm ready. Oh, okay. oh, hell yeah, I can't wait. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, share with friends, and follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the group. Just a reminder, we are recording live from the A studio. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Which means we do not edit. We press record and we post what we got. Right, you're in tears over there, Bob. What you got for the people? Yeah, so uh, in honor of Trey, I wanted to give you guys what today was oh, hell yeah let me know so i just google what day is today and it just goes monday <laughs> it's monday guys <laughs> he's out he got knocked <laughs> it's monday <laughs> You are in tears over it.
Oh, oh Justin, oh what do you God. got for the people? Today is... I was about to Google it myself. Oh, my God. Trail. National Ravioli <laughs> Day. Oh. To go along with International Day of Happiness. Oh, how appropriate. Exactly. Also, it is Alien Abduction Day. Oh. It's also Monday. <laughs> also Monday. Also, Act Happy Day. So it's not the Day of Happiness, it's Act Happy Day. What is this? <laughs> it's Italian music, apparently. Like <laughs> it's Benito Juarez Birthday Memorial? Oh, <laughs> man. Trey always Googles National What Day. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Okay. Not also, what, day. what day is today? <laughs> it's Bibliomania Day. Okay, nice. Oh, oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We love you. Uh, we got uh, some stuff coming. I always say that, but it's actually happening this time. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to a friend. Rate five stars. It helps us so much. We love you. Don't forget. Yay basketball.